Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit burningdogradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. We're picking up our story today in Acts 18, verse 19. Paul the Apostle, first in Athens, then moving to the city of Corinth, had joined forces with a couple by the name of Priscilla and Aquila. Priscilla and Aquila were fellow tent makers, so they worked together and they ministered together. There had been, as in every ministry, some successes, but many battles along the way. Last time we were together, we saw that there was even a beating going on outside of the temple as the strife between the Orthodox Jews who didn't want Paul anywhere around and Paul who was establishing a church there of both Jew and Greek. So in verse 19, it says, He came to Ephesus uh, with uh, Priscilla and Aquila, by the way, and he left them there, but he himself entered the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they asked him to stay with them a longer time, he declined, but taking his leave of them, he said, I must by all means keep this coming feast in Jerusalem, but I will return again to you if God wills. And he sailed off from Ephesus. In chapter 16, if you recall, God denied Paul entrance into Ephesus. He wanted to go there and minister, and God said no, but yet now we see God opens the door We must make note that God's no is sometimes simply a not now. The task and the timing are always both important to our Lord. Now, Paul, he clearly was on a mission. Not to be deterred and not to be delayed, he does not stay any longer than to share the gospel as he seemed to do in every city. And having a clear vision of what he needed to do, Paul now caught the next boat heading towards Jerusalem. Verse 22, it says, When he landed at Caesarea, he went up and greeted the assembly and went down to Antioch. So as Paul traveled, it seems he continued to minister to the believers along the way. However, he did keep moving, for he clearly had an important date to keep. It says he went up and greeted the church, which is a way of telling us that he did indeed make it to Jerusalem. And then he returned to Antioch. And this was the church, you see, that had sent him out to begin with. So this was his home church. Verse 23 says, Having spent some time there, he departed and he went through the region of Galatia and Phrygia in order, establishing all the disciples. Now that may be a rather unremarkable uh, verse, but in actuality, it, it has a profound beginning for it is in fact that which we know of as Paul's third missionary journey. This record begins with a broad sweep of his travels and tells us only that he strengthened all the disciples. So it is a brief uh, version of the account, but it does tell us just the same that this third missionary journey occurred. This is notable now because it shows that Paul was not just concerned with evangelism and salvation as we read this, but also about the issue of discipleship. He went back over 
to visit those churches he had already established, again, not to uh, bring people to Christ and its priority, but moreover, for the issue of discipleship, to grow those believers. You see, it's important to Paul, as it should be for all of us in the ministry, for those who had come to know God's savings grace, that they would grow in knowledge of that grace as well to learn the responsibilities and learn of servanthood that uh, are naturally to follow a person's salvation. Now, verse 24 says, Now a certain Jew named Apollos and an Alexandrian by race and eloquent man came to Ephesus. He was mighty in the scriptures. This man had been instructed in the way of the Lord and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things concerning Jesus although he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue, but when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. And when he determined to pass over into Achaia, the brothers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples to receive him. And when he had come, he greatly helped those who had believed through grace, for he powerfully refuted the Jews, publicly showing by the scriptures that Jesus was the Christ. Now, as we wrap up this chapter, it seems this man, Apollos, well, he came out of nowhere. It does tell us, however, that there is now a second generation, if you will, of faithful servant teachers that had been born, and they had now begun to minister themselves. The tent maker Aquila and Priscilla were evidently skilled in the word, because what was notable about this was that they were not full-time teacher evangelists, but however, just a godly couple busy about the work of the kingdom. Yet God profoundly used them. It's great to know that God uses the average man for his grand purposes, isn't it? May we all realize that we don't need to be in the full-time ministry to be used by God. Aquila and Priscilla took this Apollos aside and, well, straightened him out a bit. They sent him on his way afterwards and there's no sign here that they made any public display of their correction or embarrassed him in any way. They just quietly showed him his error. And he heard that counsel and continued his ministry. Furthermore, the brethren supported his work and backed him as he ministered to further the spread of the gospel. A lot can be said about this man, Apollos. The biggest of which is that his pride did not stop him from receiving general correction, guidance, and education, even from this couple of tent makers. You see, those attributes, well, they're prerequisites from being greatly used by God. Humility had opened the doors of ministry for this man of pulse. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.